Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Experienced lad with us today. Don't, not anymore, we don't. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. Lovely to have your ears. Oh, and there's three chaps with me. Can you believe it? The pride of Essex. It's Jim Campbell. Hello. Oh, Jimmy, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> uh, people's champion, Pete Donaldson's here. MC Skibbity, yes. <laughs> and it's the face. It's Luke Moore. All right. How you doing, boys? Everybody good? Marvellous. Mm. Now then, the League Cup final has uh, has been settled and the winning goal was down to an error. Mm. What I'd like to ask you, beautiful men, can you remember a mistake that changed a big match? Maybe even cost a team it. James Hodgson. Well, obviously I'm still um, very, very um, bitter about the whole thing, uh, so I'm feeling quite, you know, self-harmy. So I'm going to c- continue that vein and go for when Naeem scored <laughs> from near the halfway <laughs> line oh, yeah. against David Seaman uh, in, the, in the Cup Winners' Cup final, and obviously it was like really, really late on. It had been a really tight game. And was, it was that a mistake, gutting. though? Well, Seaman was far off his line, wasn't he? It was, yeah. you know, it was a great strike. It was, yeah. I'm not taking anything away from it. It was very high, it. wasn't it? Just yeah. yeah. Incredibly, yeah. Ridiculously high. I don't know how he managed to think, right, well, I, I don't know how much to calibrate his foot to sort of go just deal with one dimension rather than adding <laughs> in height as well do you think now if it had been in uh, oh I forget there's only a few stadiums with with the camera above yeah, the pitch I'll take a remix I'll take that it's uh, I, don't know if it, I don't know if it was a camera but would it have would it have hit that? I mean, that, those Possibly, kind of cameras yeah. could stop more naive methods. <laughs> I used to play, in, um, when I played as a kid on Sundays, uh, there used to be a team we used to play away at called Funtley. Um, Funtley? Yeah. <laughs> that's Brilliant. not a joke. That's not even, it's not even a joke. <laughs> Funtley? They used to have a, um, a big a load of electric cables over the pitch. What? That's yeah, it used to play under a pile Stupid, yeah, it was stupid. Yeah, it, sh- it wasn't that high, it was about 30 foot high. They should have a big net. Just like about like fifty <laughs> feet up in the air, and if you can get it in, it should count as a goal, <laughs> like a big basket, because <laughs> that wouldn't ruin the beautiful Set? game. Is that you? <laughs> <laughs> but didn't didn't uh, two thousand six? Didn't Paul Robinson hit the yeah, scoreboard in, in Germany? Yeah, yeah. Mm. it was no, it was a camera. Mm. I thought it was a big scoreboard. No, no, it was a camera that was uh, um, one of those ones on the the wires mm, above, above, okay. the, above the pitch. I forgive, I forgive you then, Pete. What have you got for us, babe? <laughs> <laughs> Self-destruction as an art form. Citizen Zidane doing the headbutt. Oh, right. Yeah, that, yeah okay. I suppose that was, yeah. Because he would have taken a penalty, and God knows he could hit a ball. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, uh, Ooh, an interesting one there, sending off. Well, he well, let he everyone down, that directly he? cost the game, though, didn't he? He was well, a very talented player, and to be fair, he was a player who could have changed the match. But I, I, yeah, I do understand that he. But he would have taken a penalty, definitely, surely. But it was it was mistaken to be and actually, I thought France. I, th- I mean, he had a header that was tipped over the bar in the extra yeah. time. I mean, I think that should have been the moment, shouldn't it? Yeah, it should have. Mm. It should have. 
It, 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 allow it, Luke. Okay, well, it's fine. I'll just, I'm just, just having a little pop. Don't allow him to allow it. It's up to you to allow <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> Carry on. Luke. I'll go for um, World Cup 1990. Any excuse. Mm. Um, second round, Colombia versus Cameroon. Oh! Now you're talking. <laughs> nil nil at full time. Three goals scored an extra time. And the In winner. space of about five minutes. Yeah, I think so. Minutes. Well, I think the first one was about 105 minutes. Last one was about, I don't know, about 112 or something. But okay, yeah, you're right. Okay, okay. And, and the winner was Higita coming way out of his line to Colombia. <laughs> yes, of course. And uh, Roger Mia nipped in there. To be fair to Higita, he gets the ball about 40 yards out gives it simple to a defender who yeah. then passes it straight back to him yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's expecting it he tries a Cruyff turn it goes horribly wrong <laughs> and Roger Mia nips in and then Higita tries an outrageous two footer to stop him but <laughs> Mia's not having it and, and that's that 2-1 it's over an excellent choice from Luke Moore there ladies and gentlemen it, it featured World Cup 90 and Hannah Gita and Roger Mia Patrick and Barry Davis doing the commentary well you're you sneaking he? that in late yeah I'm not sure if he did or not <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one uh, game he did do the commentary on which was a big moment which well it, perhaps it didn't change the game but it's more of an honourable mention is oh, oh Pat, Pat, Pat Bonner, Bonner. Yeah. Bonner. it's been yeah. well too long since we mentioned that yeah that's right <laughs> uh, what I'm going to choose was uh, when England were playing, playing France at Euro 2004 and oh yeah the James Z- Zidane tucked away the penalty to make it one or after Lampard had scored and that was gutting enough mm. and then Steven Gerrard does a very very silly back pass yeah. It was more of a through ball to Thierry Henry, wasn't it? <laughs> and James took him out, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. He had nothing, there's nothing he could do, though, Jamo. Yeah. No. And then 2-1. And then that was when Zidane did a sick. He did, yeah. yeah that's for right. the penalty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luke Moore's got the points. Yes. Business as usual. You heard the cocktail of what he a came up with. potent mix. <laughs> I think we can all agree. It's like a PowerPoint presentation with Luke. He just sort of goes, right, it's got this person in, it's got this person in. Yeah. In summary, I rock. Give me yeah. the points. If it was a cocktail, What's it's not because it's criteria. <laughs> if it was a cocktail, it was definitely a mark. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Surprisingly, surprisingly good, Luke. Thank you very much. At, uh, at an yeah. early juncture mm. as well. Yeah, you won the points last week, I think, James. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just bitter about not winning things this week. Particularly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Funny, typical, <laughs> typical. Uh, dear, that does move us on neatly to uh, a great win for Birmingham City mm. in the League Cup final. First uh, trophy in a long, long time yeah. for them. Mm. They've won it twice, haven't they? Yeah, it was 63, was it? I think, I think it was the first time they won it. Yeah, yeah as I got here for recording tonight, um, Pete was trying to find um, what player it was that like slapped Lauren Koscielny on the back of his head um, mm. after the second goal went in. And he was just like really rewinding it to find out exactly what <laughs> happened. So I had I to watch the goal well. over and over <laughs> again and hear Lauro making his pithy little comments as if yeah. Pete was deliberately torturing me. It's what Pete's, it Pete's little stat truck replay truck. <laughs> Lauren Lor- was in sparkling form. He kept going on the really weird flights of fancy around yeah. sort of different did. pop culture Twitter. references that are about 20 years out of date yeah. <laughs> at one point Steelers he went Steelers wheel yeah stuck, in, really? the, stuck in the middle with you Steelers wheel <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that yeah. no, he did yeah, it was because it was um, Drogba to the um, left uh, Viali to the right and he went Stuck in the middle with you <laughs> Steelers wheel Took ages to think of yeah, it as well yeah. There was it's some like, how was said the band name as well yeah, It's less a joke More sort of What's the first thing That's coming it's to my head association Yeah There was, uh, there was a lovely bit of uh, commentary We spoke about radio commentary A few <laughs> weeks ago But Robbie Savage is worth listening back to um, I think it's well, it's, it's in the middle When they score the goal basically Yeah And he goes mental Yeah <laughs> <laughs> just noises. <laughs> really good really good. Just yeah. noises. Yeah, that's a good impression. Yeah. 
I really, I really think on a more serious note, I mean, Arsenal didn't really get to grips with Birmingham midfield, no. and 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 a real interesting one was I'm not sure if you watched the BBC coverage, um, but they had an interview of Wenger beforehand, and uh, and the interviewer, I forget who it was, said, and, and what are Birmingham's strengths? And Wenger said, oh, they're very strong and technically good in midfield with Bowyer and Ferguson. Well, why play Rizicki in there then? Yeah, no, Rizicki had an absolute <laughs> mare, didn't he? He, he should really have had Nasri in there. Bayou was excellent. Yeah, I, I think so. I think Nasri shines whenever he's sort of put in the centre. Um, he's been one of the best Arsenal's best players this season. Well, he's been one of the arguably one of the best players in the league. I would mm, think yeah. it, it seems strange. It was but Rizicki sort of come back into form a little bit, hasn't he? he played a co- yeah. couple, couple of all right matches. Well, it's goal, it's, yeah, it's yeah. an odd gamble. It's a, it's a very strange move. Um, well, he wouldn't be playing, wouldn't he? It wasn't for Fabregas. But still, and Arshavin coming off instead of Rizicki was interesting as well but I mean like I say credit to Birmingham I, I think Arsenal had sort of more shots on target and more possession and stuff but they actually you know made theirs count and um, early on as well there was yeah. so much fortune for Arsenal with Jezny not getting sent off and giving away a penalty which he definitely should have it wasn't offside was it no it wasn't no so there was a huge let off there and sort of like the luck just tipped completely the other way by the end every time luck or incompetence every time Martins used to play for Newcastle against Arsenal they always used to run scared because he's a little bit nippy and yeah. he can hit a ball and he's, they all just he's back he's scored against and it, they still still do that scored against us when he played for Inter once as well yeah. at Highbury and um, yeah Birmingham ran at Arsenal a lot they weren't afraid mm. to do that and Arsenal stood off them quite a bit it yeah. was a great yeah. cup tie it was a really it was yeah. blood and thunder mm. Stephen bar Carl hit was, post Stephen, hit end to yeah. end Stephen Carr was brilliant yeah he, he was, was yeah. he was excellent like, he was taking on players and stuff I was like where's this come from <laughs> yeah. Van Persie's goal was brilliant as well yeah. he's sort of been lost amongst yeah, it was, the, yeah. the chaos it was a good he injured himself doing it he did that against Man United once he actually broke his Foot equalising. <laughs> That's how fragile he is. Yeah. Cares. And determined. Yeah. yeah. The Birmingham goal was a Ben Foster uh, pass for me. It was an assist because yeah. he leathered oh, yeah, the ball yeah, as hard yeah. as he could. Yeah. I was he a put shot. everything into that. <laughs> well, yeah. um, it was funny. Paul Merson was going mental after the game, just saying, "What? What isn't fair? Just go out there and buy a proper set. Get Cahill. You've won the cup. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. they've got Foster and Johnson at the back, they've won it. Game over. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well." I mean, Koscielny's been playing very well, well lately. So yeah, shame that such a yeah. horrible error. I do, I do think I do think Koscielny's okay. I, I, I mean. Uh, one thing I will say is his performance against Barcelona was massively overrated by a lot of people. I mean, th- he had a good second half. Mm. The first half he was nowhere near Messi, no, no. and then and then and the, and it's not his fault, of course. But the press the next day was saying, "Oh, he, Messi was in his pocket and stuff." Not true. It's not true. No. And it's Me- not helpful Messi- to say that either. Messi, uh, you know, Messi had a, a couple of chances. Messi could have legitimately got a hat trick there yeah. because the, the goal should have stood that he did score. Mm. And you know, just because Messi got through and didn't score mm. um, doesn't mean that he didn't get through. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, exactly. No, exactly. And and, and the, as I said to my actually around the same time we recorded um, th- there's a difference between if you if you play centre back at whatever level you play at you know when you've had the strike in your pocket mm-hmm. or he's got you've been really lucky because he's not scored he's had a load yeah. of chances and you know that and I'm sure he knows but Koscielny was at fault for the, for the, for the second goal Arguably, you could blame Chesney as well. But the first goal was Euro's fault because he left Zagic. He left him. He was marking him, and and you saw him follow the ball. Chesney flapped at it as well. Van Persie had to come over and just throw himself at it. Didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Just odd. But as Marcus said, I mean, the second goal. At any level, you'd be disappointed with that. You you, you think, oh god, I can't believe that's happened. You know, so it's Mm. it's a bit of a weird one. A weird one indeed. But the cup belongs to Birmingham. And, and, full, and full credit to them, because they, they didn't go out to kick lumps out of Arsenal. They played no, well, and they, they really battled hard. Um, McLeish is... Uh, is oh, we loved it. Did a good job there, isn't he? And yeah, yeah. It's... it's it's, it's just, uh, trophy records are quite impressive, actually. I mean, obviously, he's won quite a bit of stuff, stuff in Scotland. Um, 
and it's good for him to get a trophy in England mm. Mm, definitely I mean the thing is like, that people say well, Birmingham are still in trouble in the league but really everyone in the bottom half is. there's six yeah. points separating the bottom oh, half I think that's and West Ham are climbing off the bottom it's like, yeah. oh yeah. god what's yeah. happening yeah. well we move on to West Ham it was lovely goal from Scott Parker it was brilliant wasn't it yeah. they played excellently well he, he, he kissed the camera didn't he yeah he did yeah. 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 it's a Gerard special Dang <laughs> oh, Jimmy yeah. that's what I would shout every time I scored if I was Denver Bar Denver Bar Denver Bar Denver Bar West Ham I prefer to term. call him Dembaba. Yeah, okay, I just, yeah. Like, I just like that more. But he's been a great signing for them, isn't he? I think West Ham, um, you know, it was interesting that Gary O'Neill and Dembaba combined for the second. Uh, I mean, that was a great as we player. were saying, they're, they're, their signings have really given them some momentum. Mm. They've, they've used a transfer like market very, very well. He's, he's a very underrated player, in my opinion, Gary O'Neill. I can't believe he was in the mm. Championship for as long as he was because he's too good for the Championship. And, th- and that actually, that midfield that West Ham had against Liverpool, uh, Hitzelsperger, Parker, and Noble, that's yeah. a good midfield. Well, yeah. Hitzelsperger, they've been really unlucky with him because, I mean, yeah. he's, he's, he's a good player. Yeah. Two games back, like now is it he's played for them? Yeah, he's, he was, been injured. he's doing mm. really well in a in a preseason. They're all very excited about him, and uh, he just looked dangerous, didn't he? And you know, there's a screamer. He's only like a, f- a few games away <laughs> at any one time. With yeah, exactly. Rocket of a foot he's got on him. Here, here they come, West Ham. Mm. I think they'll stay up. I'll mm. put him on account then. They, I mean, I Liverpool they can deal with can deal with that midfield three. I mean, Lucas is normally pretty reliable. Um, Morelos wasn't in the game, no. and they went off. But Gerard was quiet as well. He was, and and they can't play. If they play like that every week, there's no chance. Rainer should have done a lot better for the third goal. Oh god, that was woeful. Yeah, I mean, especially given the stakes that Liverpool just scored as well. Yeah. You've got to be switched on. It's there. a sickener because they just completely left the back door open. There's mm. no way Rainer should have let that through his fingers. It was stupid. Stupid indeed. Wigan got beat. Beaten 4 0 by Manchester United. Yeah, figuratively and literally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne Rooney's elbow. How has he got away with that? Is, <laughs> is James McCarthy going to be banned for headbutting Wayne Rooney in the elbow? <laughs> <laughs> it would appear so. Well, the referee dealt with it in the game, so I wouldn't think he well, would. Well, you be. say he dealt with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just, is that not a. St- it was a pity because he played he played quite well and yeah, he, 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 he laid on a couple of decent chances for other people and oh, I mean yeah. is, it, is, is it annoying that the FA's hands are tied there because they go to Clattenburg and say well it's, they're tied because of Clattenburg they had the option if sure. Clattenburg had said I don't think I dealt with uh, dealt with it because this isn't what I saw blah blah but blah then they could have done something but, but Clattenburg it, himself has said he doesn't think but if Clattenburg comes out and says oh I haven't yeah you might want to give him a bit more punishment that looks like Clattenburg's a bit incompetent it's, no no it's way off the ball come on he's no, got to go with the ball yeah, but maybe te- that's what Clattenburg's thinking. The, the problem is the technicality. The fact that the, if Clattenburg is what like, a lot of people say he is, and he's a bit egotistical, and he sort of seems to be quite pally with the players. Mm. If he's one of those characters, let's face it, referees are M-class. a certain type of character. If he's he's not readily going to admit if he's missed something or made a mistake, yeah. then the technicality comes into play and nothing mm. can be done. It's crazy. It's not the referee's fault in a way. They should be able to look at no, everything. Not at all. I know, the thing is, if they do look at everything retrospectively, it's a bit of a floodgate gets open and it can yeah. be a bit d- tricky. But that that cannot be allowed to go on. Clattenburg outrageous. Be saying to the FA, I saw there was an infringement. Clearly, or there yeah. was a coming together, whatever you want mm. to call it. But he didn't see it because he'd have sent him off. Yeah, and so he should say that to the FA, and then they should take. The well, he missed it, or he's incompetent. It's yeah. take, take your pick. Away from away from that, though. What is Rooney doing? I didn't see the game itself. I just saw the highlights of it. But w- was there an early inc- earlier incident between them? Because it just it appeared. He was knocked over one point in the goal mouth, as I recall. He just but I don't think it was by that player. He just does it. Uh, but he's not learning. Well, there are no. uh, t- t- reams and reams of columns written about how he's not learning and Someone how he keeps doing these crazy things. And he's got Alex Ferguson there, surely telling him oh, to cut all this no, out. What about Ferguson and Feelan? They piped up, didn't they? They were just like, oh, c- can we not just let the referee get on with his job? 
They both yeah. said, oh, we can't mm. believe that. Uh, it appears yes. we literally can't. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? And the Wayne Rooney thing is like, it's very tempting just to go, you know what? He's a young man. Like, he's 25 now. Yeah. yeah. He's 25. If he was 17 and breaking into the scene and he was a bit of a he's raw talent. for nine years. Exactly. He's that stupid. That's stupid. crazy, isn't it? If you're not to see I'm John, getting it all. <laughs> yeah, not to see John Hartson on Match of the Day too. Mm. Mm. He, was he was not happy. Was he, he wasn't happy. At it all. was good to see a sort of genuine kind of um, punditry. Know. Yeah, a yeah. genuine yeah. angry opinion. Just somebody who's not sort of been chained to just being a pleasantry. Which he means he almost certainly won't be invited back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For somebody who's never done anything off the ball in his footballing career, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. I'll take a bill. Just because he's a hypocrite doesn't mean he's wrong. No, it's true. Yeah, and also. So for anyone to interrupt Mark Bright, thumbs, yeah, up. Yeah. thumbs up. It's just good in itself. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's just good in itself. <laughs> oh dear. Um, uh- Oh god! And then Ashley Cole shot a workplace boy with a with a uh, air rifle. Carlo Angelotti says that this doesn't mean that um, there is sort of like unrest and a lack of kind of um, um, discipline or, or whatever at, at Chelsea. I don't care what the context is. Your left back has shot a twenty-one-year-old work experience kid at work. Yeah, at work. Well, <laughs> don't care what the context no, is. No. That there is. It's unruly. He brought an air rifle to training. Yeah. On the BBC website, it actually said Chelsea manager. The, 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 the headline was Chelsea manager Carlo Ancelotti says there is not a disciplinary problem at the club after Ashley Cole accidentally shot a work placement student. Now imagine working up from a coma and reading <laughs> that. Man City are third and. And the shooting's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is happening? It's like, yeah. what is going on? Uh, David Nunes just got two goals in two games, <laughs> and someone <laughs> shot someone. The, the thing is, and, and one of the, one of the sort of um, the sort of uh, reactions I've I've read, which I don't accept, and a lot of people have said it is, oh yeah, but you know, but if it wasn't actually cold, it wouldn't be a story. Mm, it's a player with a gun at work. <laughs> it would be a story. <laughs> shot someone. Yeah, it's the it's the most high powered gun you can own without needing a license. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it drew blood. It's absolutely ludicrous. Yeah. But I mean, that's a, that's a childish thing to be doing as well, isn't it? Like even pointing a plastic gun at someone is just not. Someone nice. It's a dickhead management uh, manager sort of like. It, it reminds me of being in an office and a manager going, "Oh, I've got a toy gun that shoots yeah. little foam." balls at you I'm funny it's this horribly <laughs> bullying alpha male thing to be doing yeah. isn't it? it's pointing a gun at a work experience kid T- to be fair though he won't be work experience for very long he will have a job that's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> guaranteed yeah. shoot me injury lawyers for you yeah. 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 I saw on one of the tabloids it said a source said the club didn't want this getting out well it's got out because of you yeah, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> pat yourself on the back yeah. Yeah. Mm. Hey, maybe oh. you should have done better shooting the weekend before, yeah? Uh-huh. Uh, I saw someone say, once a gunner, always a gunner. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not bad. That's, That's not bad. That's better. A source and a pal. I've got a lot to answer for. <laughs> these things. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. A yeah. hawk and a hacksaw. Yeah. <laughs> Marvellous. Um, oh, other little bits of aggression in the air. The, uh, Manchester City. Fulham, a good point for them, but Hughes and Mancini with a little mm. bit of arsenal. If I ever meet Mark Hughes, I'm going to make sure to look him dead in the eye. <laughs> He's got a real beard in his bonnet, hasn't he? Yeah. It was bad by Mancini. It was it bad was, by Mancini. Yeah. It was really disrespectful, but Hughes has got previous. He's mm. got about not two or three, like four or five. Mm. Problems with handshakes. Yeah, <laughs> I bet he's just got one of those problems. terrifyingly strong grips on his handshakes, so people just don't want to do it after a little while. It's just like, I'll remember what this is. Moist- like. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Moist- disrespectful. Though, he, he didn't even was- look at him. He just went to give him a little sort of fake side five, didn't he? Mm. And Hughes made sure that that, that his uh, kind of flick away with the hand was yeah. was, was noticeable. Visible. Yeah, he, he, there was a bit of afters after that as well. I think we pointed at his eyes or something. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. He must have been saying, oh, "Look me not- in the eye." Did yeah. he go to shake? Was it David Platt's hand or somebody? And then pulled his hand away? Or? I don't know. <laughs> you know, he's just not let the whole city thing go, has he? Hugh? They're in their forties. 
Tevez did something quite cheeky as well. Yeah, he? That was yeah. Like, he might as well be looking over to Mancini when he did it, sort of thing. You know, oh, he's, he's my friend. <laughs> yeah. It's a good goal from Balotelli, though. It was great hit. Great. He's a terrible player. hair. Oh yeah, it's awful hair. Changes every week, mm. and it's always bad. Actually, it's, it's like this <laughs> yeah. kind of horrendous psychedelic game of guess who. <laughs> yeah. yeah speaking is, of yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, the the League Cup final, Sanya, he's gone for an almost like a little, a little bit of a, a, a little badgy or sort of. He's halfway between. He's halfway between, isn't he? I swear he's gone for. Mm. I thought Duff's goal was quite a nice uh, move. It was a good finish. Yeah, it was. Johnson put a great ball across. Mm. Really mm. hard ball to defend good against. Good to see him that. back. Johnson was oh, before, but AJ. still true. Now, something I'd like to mention here, and we, we had an email in Ramble Extra last week um, from a, a chap called Imran, and it's, it's got to be brought to the main show. Mm. The singing Breda Hanglin's name to the Jurassic Park tune. Oh, that's right, because like, mm. we talked about doing Asamoah Jan to Iron Man by Black Sabbath. Yeah. And then Imran emailed back in with um, Breda Hanglin, Breda Hanglin, Breda Hanglin, which I think could work. Well, <laughs> yeah. it also, Asamoah Jan also works. That yeah, point. it does actually. Same syllables. Mm. Yeah, absolutely mm. right. And and it's all about David syllables. Platt. So so, <laughs> so full of fans. Really. Break the habit of a lifetime <laughs> and get a song going. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dear. Let's go down to the championship. Fitz eh? Hall. <laughs> Pele. <laughs> Stop now. Swansea a second. Unbelievable. Yeah. Nottingham Forest are down to fifth. We've gone all about the Forest and up to second last week. They were. Schmeichel was busy. <laughs> Roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, it's mad. They didn't even lose Forest. They could no go back to more. third if they win tomorrow, which is the Tuesday. So it's it'll full programme yeah. tomorrow. Portsmouth mm. under Scunthorpe. Incredible. Mm. Paul, Pompey. Good yeah. Yeah. Four wins in a row without conceding a goal, it's and at home to Scunthorpe tomorrow. It's winnable. 13th. Mm. I know. I can't believe They're timing it. It's timing. Hey. Nugent's like scored. Hasn't he scored like all of his goals against Ipswich in the last few series <laughs> seasons? They all count. He, he loves scoring against Ipswich. Count. I think you mean Eugenio. In fairness to Ipswich, Portsmouth were outclassed by Ipswich, and they might somehow manage to win. 2-0 away They're really under the cosh In the first half Yeah Steve, It didn't make it count at all Steve Cottrell Child's voice <laughs> Yeah he's really enthusiastic yeah. Marcus loves Steve Cottrell oh, yeah, He's a top man Top man He's like a sort of uh, He's got a baby Dennis Wise voice that's a really yeah. really horrifying image yeah. <laughs> imagine if you had a baby and it was just a little Dennis Wise I, I was under the impression it, that a child's Dennis Wise voice <laughs> is actually Chucky from Child's Play okay, I'll take that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah isn't it Dear oh dear. Right, uh, on to the SPL. Oh, ho, ho. the title race is back on. Stop this. Hearts have moved to within nine points. <laughs> Suck it, Marcus. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Motherwell 2, Celtic 0, Pete. Yeah. Celtic, Celtic was 17 games unbeaten. Mm. Going oh, into oh. that. Rangers won, so yeah, it's. Uh, it just shows you what an unpredictable league it is, Luke. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally anyone can win it, Rude. <laughs> well, it's been, no, come on, don't be silly. It's between three teams. But, um, uh, yeah, Hearts drew away to Aberdeen. I was talking to a friend of mine um, who Ooh. knows a chap who. Yeah, yeah, things you don't have. Yeah. And uh, he. Um, I'm more of a colleague, yeah. <laughs> One word to describe it. Um, a friend of his uh, plays for Aberdeen Youth. In the youth set up there, and when Mark McGee was in charge, 
they said he was a miserable sod and like loads of people wanted to leave but now Craigie Brune and Archie Knox the whole feeling the whole mood of the club has changed they just everybody loves them everybody oh, wants great. to stay there I play. like to hear that it's impossible to hate Craig Brown that's yeah, weird. actually impossible but him, he, Brown and Knox are just uh, like they'll just have a chat with anybody the, the door's always open in the office If you, he says like if you just walk past come inside have a cup of tea here and they'll just be talking <laughs> about football yeah. great stuff that's great it's great to hear great that's, to why hear. They're my, that's why my, they're my Scottish team the Dons what just because of those two they've only been there recently yeah you know I've got a lot of my family from there Marcus oh okay <laughs> a little bit of more history there yeah. wow uh, some would say too much <laughs> uh, right La Liga Real Madrid drop points away mm. they hate playing Deportivo don't they and who was on brilliant form for Deportivo to keep him out Aaron Zubia yeah, the guy it. who scored the goalkeeper who scored mm. yeah. the week before yeah he had a really good game actually clean sheet clean sheet uh, do you know Chris, ben, you sorry Benzema missed an absolute Sitter, did, did you see I that? I didn't it see just, it. No, it just got caught up in his feet. Um, just as I think it was, it was Ronaldo actually put a really good cross on. It, it was like two yards out, and he, he just got it caught up. And you can just, with the pressure Benzema's under at the moment, yeah. that Mourinho clearly doesn't seem to rate him. You really feel for him. But it's like, oh, you've got to be putting that away. Yeah, <laughs> you don't help yourself there. Well, that well Barcelona had quite a lot of players out, didn't they? They had Valdez out, Puyo out, uh, Xavi didn't play. Mm. Um, yeah, it was weird. Danny Alves didn't play. <laughs> We're talking to Barcelona. They're not happy with Arsenal's perceived lack of ethics in signing um, midfielder John Torrell Harper. Mm. They signed him, have they? S- uh, not to my knowledge, but they're trying to. He's half English, isn't he? Roundabouts. He's half English. He can play for England, I think. I he think won't. his mother's English. He won't. Get him. Get anyone. You get in the team now. Get him, just get him back. Anyone. Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> just someone. We'll have yeah. half of him. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> We'll tape it with Sean Wright Phillips. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Barcelona are not happy about this. No, well, I know. Oh, damn it! It's under, I'm just it's the same for all the Spanish clubs, isn't it? Because the English clubs have this weird loophole where they can offer them professional contracts early, a year earlier. Yeah, yeah. So, Barcelona yeah. did try to sign one of Arsenal's youth players last year, though. <laughs> yeah, well, they've done it with Henri. They've done it. They, they do it all the time. And the point is, know, they're all at it. Yeah, everyone's yeah, at it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I kind of agree with Barcelona. It is kind of a bit immoral, but so is their pursuit of you know Fabregas with Xavi coming out every ten minutes and saying that Cesc Fabregas has got Barca DNA. You know, it's Am just I right in saying that Barcelona wants. Give a trial to a six-year-old boy once. Yeah, it's mad. Isn't oh, it? This little Argentinian kid. It's yeah, a waste of time. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, he just did it at random. He just went, anybody? <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, but well, the thing about though that Messi made his Barcelona debut at sixteen, and he moved mm. over there when he was about eleven or twelve. Mm. <laughs> the, the thing about the the, the um, Fabregas having Barca DNA there is it's it's not only annoying; it's medically incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> it really it's is. the scientific community. Oh, are the, are the results back? <laughs> yeah, they are, yeah. Definitely. It's just setting the entire world back. It really, it really is. School of thought. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness, Serie A time, eh? Mm. Palermo zero, Udinese seven. Alexis Sanchez was absolutely <laughs> magnificent. If you now if you're talking about waking up from a coma, if you woke up from a coma and just watched that game, you think he was the best player in the world. Yeah, he was. The way you went around the keeper for a second goal with a couple of step overs. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. couple, yeah. couple, couple of lollipops. Lollipops. Yeah. That's XXXXX on FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing, but it has to be said that Palermo's marking specifically for Udinese's second mm. goal. Was I'm going to stick my neck oh out and God. say it's definitely the worst mark I've seen this season. No, I'd, yeah, I'd say that it, it was all to do with the keeper for me. You'd have to watch three seasons of Italian football to see worse goalkeeper. <laughs> it was they were just bouncing off his hands. I, I don't know what he put in his gloves. Chocolate wrists. Mm. <laughs> this is so. What, they're not. They're quite close to each other in the league. 
Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, but one team are taking drugs before they play I mean, Palermo, another on. <laughs> yeah, true. Palermo's managers were under the cost. Palermo of them. had a couple of sendings off, but it was, I think the first one was when it was 3 0 and the second one when it was 6 0. But it's good to see a haul and a hat trick. Oh, yeah, yeah. very much so. Di Natale's first Christmas. Was, was absolutely brilliant. Di Natale's an absolute textbook Italian gripper. Yeah. He's like, he's like 33 <laughs> now, he must be 33. I remember when he was at like, Empoli, he was a great player, but he's old now. He's still tearing it out. His first header is beautiful. A glancing header at the bottom. Right in the corner, right. yeah. Oh, that, that's, that's you like something else. Head, I do like Gladiator, but yeah, that's why you, you, that you miss uh, Les. <laughs> Sanchez scored from a very silly angle as well, from yeah, his third did. or his fourth. It was just brilliant. Mm. I wonder what will, what will happen with him. He's a still horn. quite young, isn't he? He's 22, 23? Yeah, he's young. He's, they're going to do well to keep hold of him, I think. Interrupt a second. Yeah. I mean, Napoli have a game in hand, but they're still. I'd love to see Napoli win it. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I'd yeah. love to see Napoli. Oh, not Slatan's Milan. No, come on, Napoli. <laughs> it's different. Diego's Napoli, whether yeah. he's there or not. Oh, yeah. He'd be, He'd be over there. there. Diego would be the first one up to collect the trophy. He'd be over there straight away. And then yeah. they'll take the trophy off of him yeah. to pay for Taxes. his tax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, speaking of Zlatan, he's had another dig at Guardiola. Of course he Oh, is. excellent. I don't know why he's going on about this, but we will tell you. Because he's, he's still a Barcelona lunatic. Oh, and yeah, he's still a Barcelona player, effectively, isn't he? He's basically making sure that Milan sign him. Yeah. He's burning his bridges. Huh. He said, uh, Barcelona, I understand how football and things can change so fast. My problem was with one man, <laughs> the philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> he said, uh, that, oh, he was comparing Mourinho to Guardiola as well. And he said he, he would have killed uh, for Mourinho. I think he means that literally. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that might need to happen. Honorary no, jiu-jitsu skills. Um, he, no. said, he said the motivation he gave me and for how he used to stimulate me. With the <laughs> other, he didn't even, doesn't refer to Guardiola, he just says, with the other, there was football but a coach must adapt his play to suit the players especially after spending 70 million euros on one <laughs> man great oh. stuff he won't let it lie will he no he's like Larry David yeah, he, he is like Larry he David he won't let anything go no. he has to cut past comment on it even when he's <laughs> right he makes himself wrong yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> superb Del Piero has offered to sign a blank Juventus contract He's 36 now. He just wants Is he to saying that on. so he can then fill in the details himself? <laughs> yeah. I'm sure a lot of players would like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's what he's, uh, he, he talked about his deep love for the club. Yeah. Yeah. Deep I think, love. I mean, he's he stuck with them when they're in Serie B and stuff. And he's been there it's for nice to donkey's see. years. It's, mm. He's been criticised, isn't he, for sort of like holding out for loads of money and stuff. And he's claiming that's not true. And I think given what he's given to Juventus, it's really harsh. Yeah, I think so. He's, he's basically said that I could, have, like, I could have one last big paycheck, but he's basically said, I don't want that. I just want yeah. to stay at Juventus on it. Ian Wright used to famously not look at his contract, did he? He used to go in there and sign it, apparently. There was no negotiation process. He used to go in there and sign it, so yeah, that's fine. Interesting. I think that's probably because he started off quite late and he was quite pleased to be a footballer yeah. in, in, in principle. Yeah, but will Del Piero have a glittering television career after? Football? His hope was, isn't he powers with Noel Gallagher? They could start a band, man. Yeah. Yeah. Noel Gallagher's nothing on at the moment. Exactly. Yeah, that's it. That'd be, be good. That'd be good. Live from Studio Chi? What's five? What's five? <laughs> I can't talk that Cinco Cinco Spanish. 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 So Cinco. similar Cin- Cin- Cinquini Germany are going to get one of uh, Italy's Champions League spots mm. Mm. It's about time unfortunately for Italy yeah. Yeah. Uh, That comes into effect next season doesn't it 2012 right? The only thing that stopped it before was the Inter, Inter winning the Champions League wasn't it yeah, I believe mm. so Yeah Germany moved up to third in UEFA's coefficient ranking It's a great league the Bundesliga as we always say yeah. so it's fair yeah. place it could, it could mark a bit of a, well it obviously is marking a bit of a power shift but German teams you know haven't buying into the final last year they, they've, they've been poor in, in Europe in like over the, sort of the past decade really and it'd be, be interesting to see if they yeah. sort of uh, mm. uh, well, that extra try, place yeah. will help them uh, but going back a bit further than that you had obviously Dortmund did well in the Champions well, exactly League. yeah but it, as, as we know things go in cycles and the, yeah. the English League's been, been great whereas before it wasn't so much and 
Mm. So yeah, three teams from the Bundesliga will go straight into the first round group stages with one in the preliminary rounds, whereas it'll only be two Italian clubs. Mm-hmm. I think that's oh, fair enough. You've got to be gutted, haven't you, if you're chasing fourth in Italy? Yeah, yeah. I, I love. Um I love the Italian league. Uh, I've, it's got a lot of uh, nostalgia for me, but I think that's fair. It's, yeah. it's obviously done in a very mathematical process. So there's nothing you can say about yeah, it. Yeah, really. that, 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 it has to work like that. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, me and uh, me and Luke were having an argument whether Lucas Pozolski's goal for uh, Cologne at the weekend. Uh, in the Bundesliga, oh, uh, you said it was a chip. It wasn't a chip. I, I'm with Luke on this, mate. It, it was, was a lob. lob. Yeah. yeah, it's a lob, definitely. A chip right. is a golf shot. It's effectively mm. a golf shot. But it was side footed, so that makes it a lob. It was a lob. We're not arguing it. Was bouncing, wasn't he it? He did a lob anyway. Yeah, it was a lob. Yeah, it was a, <laughs> nice, it was it was a lob. Superb finish. <laughs> it really was. Uh, right, Brazil. Ronaldinho. He scored a beautiful free kick in the uh, the final uh, of the first phase of the Rio State Championship. So they've won their first trophy. Great mm. stuff. So he's off and running. Been there for like ten minutes, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's yes, already yeah. won something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely superb. Right now, we mentioned Chechnya last week. Of course, there was uh, rumours of the Brazilian 2002 World Cup team going there. Well, mentioned Chechnya. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wrong on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> Ramzam um, Kadyrov, the Chechnya leader, has reportedly offered, and it's the first one that's come in. <laughs> Ronaldo to play for Terek Grozny. Uh, you mean he's offered Ronaldo money? Eight million dollars, uh, I think. Mm. Eight million dollars, and that's under Hullet. But yeah. isn't isn't his plan for them to, to get them over to play this like um like this friendly and just basically not let Ronaldo leave? <laughs> yeah. Try yeah. and That'd be a better way to do it. Wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> not Bella Gutman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think to that? Would you like to see Ronaldo doing that? Not really. No. No. I like, we I like put him in the dwarf again now. Yeah. yeah. Stop it. Now, I like. Man. I like him. I like to think of him out just enjoying himself in Brazil. Exactly, I, yeah. I don't see Tarek Grosny the best of times. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see him now. I'm not going to see him play. Have no. I? Do you no, know no. what's Grosny TV? <laughs> um, now uh, Ravzad. He's a, he's a funny character. He. Um, recently, he was talking about the possibility of acquiring another wife. <laughs> he said, I'm looking, but I can't find a pretty one. Um, and then when someone asked, what did your wife make of all this? He said, well, if she was against polygamy, I wouldn't have married her in the first place. <laughs> wow. wow. So that's Good the type of bold. man he is indeed. Put, yeah. put eight million uh, quid out. Hmm. Sure, you'd have well, maybe that's shooters. what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> that leads us neatly on to the emails. Look inside your inbox. Tell us what you find This is the football ramble And it's email time What a jingle Amazing mm, The best one we've had By a long way Easily the best one we've Good had work. The bar has been raised <laughs> Unbelievable <laughs> scenes Thank you very much Benjamin Bloom uh, Who is a touring uh, musical artist You can find him at facebook.com forward slash Benjamin Bloom Music so very nice that was Indeed. Excellent stuff yeah. Really was good Indeed Pitsky Shall I go first? What have you got for us? Boston This is from uh, Zach Sim From Wellington New Zealand Good name. good name Ramble Foss Hole I thought you might like A small update on the A-League And some of the truly Classic commentary We get treated to Down under Well you were right <laughs> Central Coast Mariners And Brisbane Raw Recently played out The first playoff semi Over two legs After Brisbane The best team in the league This year by some distance Won their away leg 2-0 Almost everybody Has written off The Mariners As having no chance Of reaching the final However after 45 minutes At Suncorp Stadium The Mariners had pulled The aggregate score Back to 2-all And looked more than comfortable when the second half began, the commentators started rolling out some instantly classic phrases. After one commentator ac- accused Brisbane of playing like nervous Nellies, uh, his, partner, <laughs> his partner in crime chipped in with my new ferret saying, Brisbane are playing like they've got a two-goal gorilla in the backyard. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
a two-goal gorilla in the backyard. Uh, then expressed genuine disappointment that Bosnich failed to provide his back-to-the-action guys catchphrase after he brought some news from the sideline. As Brisbane got back into the game, one pundit was heard to say, there's not a cigarette paper between these teams. <laughs> and as the replay for Brisbane's equaliser hit our screens, one commentator was heard to say, he stuck that one where the spiders live. <laughs> In the top corner. I guess so. Yeah, I like that one. Which, as uh, I would expect you football experts to know, is in the top corner. Oh, <laughs> oh, there we there go. We go. Uh, keep up the good rambling, lads, and may your backyards remain goal gorilla free. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you very much, Zach. I don't know whether I want a goal gorilla in my guard or not because I can't fully work out what it is. If you could score more goals, you'd be a goal gorilla, I, I think. Would, yeah. Yeah, never mind. Indeed. Right then, Jimbo. Ramble forth, hell. I thought I might alert your attention to the fantastically bad tattoo John Carew has recently got on the back of his rather high up head uh, <laughs> the Norwegian striker has um, well we'll have looked at it oh. the Norwegian striker has Marvi Marvi Mez Regles um uh, I believe that's the Good wrong pronunciation, pronunciation uh, <laughs> which theoretically should translate as my life, my rules. However, a professor at Oslo University has pointed out the fact that the use of the accent over the word regles means Carew's motto translates a little bit differently. Apparently, by using an acute accent instead of a grave accent, Carew's poetic words translate literally as either my life, my period, or my <laughs> life, my menstruation. Cheers. That is an error. That, that is from Matt. <laughs> if that's true, that is an error. Yeah, that is. On uh, his head as well. Yeah. Definitely. On the back of his head. Get it it's right. Just, yeah. I'm speaking as a man with the cat in the hat on my leg. That is a bad tattoo. Pete is the bastion of bad tattoos. Hey! (laughs) I never got anything written on it. (laughs) Trust me. was telling me um, when he was in uh, last year of secondary school. Him and his mates were having a game of cards, and the the loser had to get a tattoo done. And this lad, he went down to the. And he's. And he he got the tattoo done. It was was a Chinese symbol. And. uh, Did it mean cliche? Ooh. (laughs) It was uh, <laughs> no, he didn't know what it meant. He just said, oh, "I quite like that one." And then, and then later, some of the Chinese lads at school were laughing, saying, "You just got the word cabbage written on." There. <laughs> <laughs> Which was <laughs> great. I thought it was penis or something like that, but it's quite innocent. Yeah, it makes yeah. It quite nice. Right, yeah. 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 Cabbages are never innocent. <laughs> Wow, that was oddly Strange. sinister. Yeah. Luke. Yes, if you remember last week, uh, James or Jim said if you email in with be a gooner, be a giver in the subject line uh, of your email, you will win a nice little goodie bag and a couple of tickets to see the charity comedy gig that we're all going to next Monday in London at the Comedy Store. And the lucky winner is uh, Ken Cross. Go so, on, Ken. well done, Ken. Uh, we'll mm. be in touch to let you know how to get your tickets yeah. and, the, and, your, and your booty. Yeah, it's almost mm. sold out as well, it's worth pointing out. So, if you do want to go okay, get on your tickets now, there's, uh, there's myself. There's Milton Jones, there's Jack Whitehall, there's Carl Donnelly who's going to be doing it in a Spurs shirt. So I'll go and get him. Uh, Luke, get, look, you point at yourself again. You're not. You're I'm, not on the I'm, bill. I'm going to do. I'm going to hold cart in the toilet drunkenly. I've got a few things to get off my chest too. What's all this about toilets, eh? <laughs> Good. Good one, Pete. See, Pete, you mm. might get on now. Sweet. There you go. Hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. And today we have a man called William Ralph Dean, otherwise known as Dixie Dean. Dean. <laughs> they called for it. <laughs> the the gold for machine. It. They demanded it. Was he the gold machine before Brian Dean? Gold machine. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I worry about. He put the goal in gold machine. <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to say it. England's greatest ever goal scorer. Oh, bold. 
Prove it. What do you think about that? I say prove it. <laughs> <laughs> I say thank you for giving me the chance. <laughs> um, I say thank you, Dixie. <laughs> yeah, that's it. This is all about Dixie Dean. Greasy, furious. Yeah, well, well, shh, don't it, tell him. He'll have his moment. Don't tell him. He's had his moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what a moment it was. But this is Bill Dixie Dean. He started his football career. Oh, he was born on the 22nd. <laughs> thank you very much. Not the first time I've done that. I apologise mm. to Grand everybody dead. on behalf of the Speller clan. Um, born on the 22nd of January, 1907. It's just over 60 years before the summer of love. Yeah. Mm. Mm. We'll test you. And I don't think yeah. that's a coincidence. No. <laughs> um, I'd be surprised if it was. <laughs> I don't know how you'd prove such a thing. <laughs> well, allow me. With goals. Yeah. Uh, he started his football career at Tranmere Rovers uh, in 1923. His first uh, season there, uh, his, uh, 30 appearances, 27 goals. A good start. Hitting, <laughs> hitting the ground scoring. Given yeah, yeah. that he started when he was about 16. So, yeah, that, that was over a, a two-year period, 23 to 25. Uh, a, a brilliant, brilliant start. <laughs> you can't deny. Yeah. Um, he only wears down, really, isn't it? Yeah. Well, 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 in his case. well, well. well. <laughs> um, he, uh, he then went to Everton, which is, of course, where he's uh, uh, extremely fondly remembered. And uh, he moved there in 1925 for £3,000, which was... A lot of money back yeah, then, yeah. Loads. It was indeed. Uh, That'd be a lot for me now. I couldn't, <laughs> af- I couldn't afford to sign him now. No. Um, he, he scored in his first full season uh, at Everton 32 goals. Mm. It's not <laughs> often, his best season, though, is it, Marcus? Often no. running. No. Yeah. And, and he was how old at that point? Uh, he He'd have still have been quite young, wouldn't he? Yeah, he was, what, the 18? Still learning this trade. Yeah. Um, in 1926, he had a serious motorcycle accident. He fractured his skull and jaw. Doctors were surprised he lived through it and said, well, he'll never play football again. Mm. Again, a trailblazer. Yeah. Footballers yeah. do that all the time now. Louis yeah. Saha did it this week, but yeah. they just walk away like without a scratch. So Louis, Louis, Sa- Louis Saha gets injured all the time, and he just walked completely scot-free away from a car crash. They all do it. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Davis didn't do it. He was very badly injured. But it's, it's uh, <laughs> true. It's it's um yeah. It just it's like doctors like look as they walk out. Don't ever play football again. Mm. He's all like <laughs> yeah. good doctor, not such a good judge of character. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I do what I like. Yeah, mm, that's what he and he liked goals. So he went and got them. Uh, he, oh, what a player he became. Um, incidentally, his heading was was so good that many people thought that after. That accident in the hospital, they must have put a steel plate in his forehead. You, but it, which, it, which wasn't, of course, not. If you true. watch the highlights of what I think is the 1933 FA Cup final, just headers. <laughs> just headers <laughs> all over the place. It's it a like, rock hard ball as well. They yeah. loved it. Yeah. That's it, that's it. So, oh, they thought proving put, your manhood to yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they thought he put like, a metal plate in it, it was scar tissue. <laughs> 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 least, scoring goals of scar tissue. <laughs> Christ. It was swelling that never went down. <laughs> yeah. Now, George Camsell uh, for Middlesbrough scored 59 league goals in the 1926-27 season not good a enough a show in for the Golden Boots not good enough <laughs> <laughs> well, worth, no, it was, worth at was, least three grand now, and, and that was of course <laughs> that was of course a new record which is an unbelievable achievement now if you'd done that you'd think oh, hey, it's going to take a while to be I that hope one for his sake that he did not have OCD yeah. <laughs> yeah. drive you mad forever <laughs> yeah. if you put away 59 league goals you'd think that'll take a while for someone to break in yeah. <laughs> 12 months yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because in the 1927-1928 season Dixie Dean had other ideas he scored 16 goals in his first 9 games <laughs> in call, including a glut in a 5-2 win against Manchester United Wow, <laughs> got all 5 um, he just scored for fun uh, now with three games to go of that season he needed nine goals to reach 60 
<laughs> Nine in three, that's what he needed. So he got two in the first game. <laughs> oh, God. And then he got four in the next one. So they, <laughs> they play Arsenal on the last day of the season. He needs a hat uh, Herbert Chapman's Arsenal. I believe so. Yeah. Mm. Um, Certainly was seasons later, and and so he needed a hat trick, uh, and and of course Everton won the league, and so he, he scored uh, in the first half. He got oh, sorry, he scored two. He got a penalty as well, uh, and then eight <laughs> minutes from the end, he uh, boof, header into the goal. You got the three. You got the had Sep made like the goals, the whole like one side of the pitch a goal <laughs> that <laughs> season. I was about to say Sep wasn't around him. Well, no, that's why, yeah. that yeah, was yeah, my yeah, job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Sixty goals. In, in one Stangerate. season that which is a be, record that will never be beaten which is st- still stands today can <laughs> you imagine it's, it's, it's a record Europe wide as well yeah mm. can you imagine like um, Camsel how annoyed like 12 <laughs> months yeah. with 59 goals and yet, how yeah. long? he's got those 12 months you can't do that away from him well you can't I guess, I guess they must have expected that people were like we calling 100 goals by now mm. yeah, in the yeah. future of football yeah definitely but I mean when you look at the season Rooney had um, like obviously not this year but last year when he had a really good season and um, the season Ronaldo had as well yeah. before he went to Madrid and just the way they were both absolutely playing out of their skin mm. getting like in the 40s like just yeah. busting a gut basically yeah. Playing as well as you feasibly could. Just, yeah. That's still nowhere near sixty. It's unreal. Yeah. Just, in the <laughs> no, just in the league. Just in the league. Messi seems sort of hell bent on trying to break that record. This <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but on when when he was asked about that years later, he said, "People ask me if that sixty goal record will ever be beaten. I think it will. But there's only one man who'll do it. And that's the fellow that walks on water. I think he's the only one." <laughs> <laughs> Messi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah he, of course he was allowed to leave the pitch early after doing that to get the standing ovation but yeah. apparently the crowd just went mental yeah but they did Ginola-esque Ginola-esque <laughs> now incredibly um, Everton were actually relegated only two years later but uh, they were straight back um, into Division 1 the following season Dean getting 37 goals yeah, yeah, good, season, good, just, good. you know 37 you'd hope only just over it. half <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's a step down. He should be scoring more. Yeah, he's a lower league as well. <laughs> yeah. um, but he did score in 12 successive league matches, which I think might be another unbeaten record. It's certainly um, one hell of a mean feat. Um, now, uh, when it, it was uh, 1931-32 uh, league season, and uh, Everton, newly promoted, they won the first division there against Herbert Chapman's Arsenal mm. by two points. 45 goals. Oh, that's when they played Pete Chapman, that's yeah, right. Yeah, 45 goals in 38 games that season. Uh, and Everton became one of the only a few clubs to have won the second division and the first division in consecutive seasons. Yeah. Uh, absolutely incredible. He left Everton in 1937. Um, that was. He was calming down then injuries and whatnot. it was towards the end of his career uh, but he, he had 433 appearances for them and 383 goals get, get in there <laughs> reports that it includes 37 hat-tricks <laughs> <laughs> wow. I wonder if that's a record yeah. it's got to be near the top isn't it let's yeah. assume everything is a record <laughs> until someone writes in and tells otherwise uh, you'll be surprised uh, you, you won't be surprised that he's uh, Everton's all-time leading scorer yeah. <laughs> yeah. um uh, so yeah it's Absolutely incredible And as I said Injuries began to take their toll And he was Sold to Notts County Ahead of But they won um, the 1933 FA Cup I'm They sure did 3-0 yeah. Against City wasn't it Manchester City Yeah 38-38 yeah. Um, 37-38 season Went to Notts County um, He was only played for them Nine games And, and got three goals Which is a shocking Just a yeah. <laughs> for the great man um, and, and his career Kind of wound down He played for England 16 times And scored 18 goals Wow <laughs> You know That's ridiculous I yeah. suppose There wouldn't have been As many internationals around no, which would no. explain why it's such a sort of small amount of caps. No, no, very true. But uh, his his um, 
his name was known uh, through far and wide. I mean, and I think this lovely little story uh, tells it. Well, lovely, you make up your own minds. But uh, when uh, British soldiers were in Libya in 1940, they, um, they, they kidnapped an Italian. Uh, he became an Italian prisoner of war. And when they captured this Italian soldier, and you'll have to excuse my language here, the soldier said on, on uh, capture, fuck your Winston Churchill and fuck your Dixie Dean. <laughs> God. <laughs> Wow. So, yeah. Um, and they had a belated testimonial match at uh, Goodison in 1964. Uh, and in 2001, uh, of course, the uh, Dixie Dean statue was erected outside the mm. stadium with the inscription, Footballer, Gentleman, Evertonian. In 2002, um, Dixie Dean became an in- inaugural inductee to the English Football Hall of Fame. Mm. So he'd be... Uh, in another Hall He's of Fame done, in just a moment done the warm up yeah. uh, he actually he died of a heart attack at Goodison Park um, during a Merseyside derby in 1980 apt um, but uh, in- incredibly Bill Shankly speaking at a pre-match dinner before that game said of Dixie Dean he belongs to the company of the supremely great like Beethoven Shakespeare and Rembrandt high praise wow. indeed from the great oh, Liverpool man, man. Yeah. Yeah. Liverpool man right, yeah. Yeah. great stuff incredible and in comes Dixie Dean to the Dean Windass Hall of Fame. And not before time. The Dixie Dean Windass Hall of Fame. So you can all stop emailing us now. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've uh, had a nice time. The email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com. James or Jim, what's going on over there? Uh, well, the blogs are there and I'm going to give you a little round-up. Uh, in this week's Ramble blog, I hide from the fallout of the Carling Cup. Andy Brassel goes on a European adventure with a cast of Ramble listeners and James Apoe explores the harsh rigours of Russian pre-season. That is particularly interesting, as always, uh, with James Apoe. Uh, elsewhere, Chris Nee explains how the flamboyant mayor of Las Vegas wants an MLS team in his city. Steve Grant looks at how uh, Millwall's on-field progress has been overshadowed because of recent unsavoury events. There's actually there's another piece about Millwall, isn't there? Sort of mm. kind of standing up for them yeah. as well. Um, Both sides of the debate. Mm. Yeah, and that's, that's from Charlie Mahoney as well. So get yourself over to the Ramble blog. There's plenty to look at. Um, also, you may or may not be aware that every Friday we do a little bit of Ramble Extra, sort of 10 or 15 minutes extra material. Um, it used to be on 442.com. Well, it's on thefootballramble.com now. Wow. So Taking this, it back. <laughs> Taking the power back, baby. <laughs> so this Friday. Got the bus across the internet. Yeah. <laughs> the information superhighway. And so on Friday, <laughs> come across to thefootballramble.com and you'll hear us talking about things like FC St. Pauli. Mm. Yeah, uh, a former Colombian international and Pete favourite opening a bar in Newcastle City Centre. So that's Friday around lunch. Who could that be? Who could it it's be? Carlos Valderrama. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's Alan Valderrama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, around lunchtime on Friday, footballramble.com Ramble Extra. Ramble Extra in your face, indeed. bitches. And remember, um, yeah, the football ramble uh, dot I played yesterday and uh, didn't do too well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that money he lost could have been yours listening. <laughs> That's right. In fact, it almost certainly was in some cases. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say goodbye, James. Goodbye, James. Say goodbye, Pete. Laters. Say goodbye, Luke. Uh, bye. And it's goodbye from me. We're all off to play for Craig Brown and Archie Knox. Cheers. Alan Padu, 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 Al